0: This is The 20 with DJ Spider Presented by BeatSource What is up everybody? You are listening to The 20 Podcast I am your host DJ Spider This show is sponsored by BeatSource The music streaming service for DJs that play everything I am so excited to be back. It's our second show of the year. Uh, make sure you visit Beatsource.com for a 30 day free trial. Um, or if you want a 60 day free trial, put our code in the 20, T H E 2 0. That will get you there. Let me know what you think. Make sure you hit me online at uh, DJ Spider on Instagram at DJ um, as far as me being on the road, some shows are canceled, some shows are on. I will be in Boston this Thursday, January 13th at Underground. Monday, I'm headed out to Texas. I'll be at El Chingon, Dallas, Fort Worth area celebrating DJ Danny West's birthday uh, on a Monday night. Then the 22nd, I'm headed out to Park City, Utah downstairs. And then the 28th, I will be at Tao, Las Vegas then heading into February, I'm making my debut at the famous Sunday Night Party at Marquee Las Vegas on February 20th. So make sure come out and hang with me then, you guys. Um, and so now on to, the, to today's show. I'm super excited to share with you uh, this episode. I had so much fun recording it. On today's show, we got someone who is a true innovator, a pioneer, someone that has helped shaped, helped shape what a DJ is today, and helped to birth a genre of music known as Miami Bass. You may have heard of it. You may have felt it running through your bones, crushing your lungs with earth shattering 808s. He's got one platinum record. He's got six gold records. I mean, I'm talking albums here, you guys. He's got that on the record. Not to mention a million other things he's done He's always at the forefront of things So not to mention all that stuff I said in the past He's also built this amazing Twitch following for his live streams That he does multiple times a week Plus, he's got an incredible album on the way that I was able to hear, a double album. Uh, So many legends up on there. Just to name a few, he's got Chuck D, Scratch Bastard, T-Pain. I've heard the songs. They're incredible, so look out for that. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversation, and I'm super excited for you guys to hear it. So let's welcome to the show, DJ Magic Mike. It's the 20 Podcast, and we have got the legend, the OG in the building, DJ Magic Mike. Give it up.
1: What's up, Spider?
0: How are what? you, man? Oh, I am doing good. Thank you. How are you? I'm blessed, man. Everything is good
1: over here. Great. great. No complaints at all.
0: Good, good. Yeah, man. I'm so glad that we finally got to make this happen. Um, you know, I I first, I think we first connected through the pandemic, through Twitch, really, yeah. um, which In was Twitch, how yeah. so many DJs I connected with over the pandemic. And to this day, I'm still learning about DJs and music and songs. And, you know, even last night, I'm on your stream watching you. And yeah, j- just watching the community you've built and the support that you get. And, I mean, you know, I want to talk about it even way beyond that. But it's so inspiring right. and so cool to see, you know, like I love... Yeah, that that it goes down like that, you know. So yeah, me too. It's a blessing, man. You know. Yeah. It was uh, you know, when
1: we first started doing it, it was uh kind of like, okay, let's see where this goes, because at that point, <laughs> right. again, you know, it was twenty twenty. Yeah. And uh we didn't know what was what, you know, what was going to happen, you know, and so uh, yeah, some of us uh kind of got into Twitch and and made a career out of it, and you know the rest is history as far as that's concerned. We just kept pushing and kept striving and kept trying to grow and make friends on twitch and right you know so the rest is history right now amazing all
0: right well we'll get it we'll get into that but i want people to know you know i know obviously a lot of people know who you are but just in case you know some of our listeners are younger or or come from different places and different parts of the world so i just want people to be aware of your past accomplishments and and just your Influence, overall influence on the industry and on just being a DJ and how you've transformed even just the perception of a DJ. And uh you've been doing this, you know, over 30 years. You're one of the pioneers of bass music as a whole and from Florida, which is where it began. I mean, I was you know going through your stats. I mean, you sold over five million records, you got a platinum record, you got six gold records uh, people like, you know, legends in the game that I look up to and everybody does like Hubert and craze have said that, you know, they give you credit for giving them ideas and getting into scratching and, you know, just all those kind of things. And and we'll go through all of it, but I just want people to really have an understanding of that. You know, I I saw you write in your, in the bio, you know, like, uh, I forget what it was, but one one of the, biggest superstars you never heard of or something like that you know and it was it's crazy when you go through all of the music that you know you've put out and all of the sort of transitions as a DJ and in genres that you've been through Mm -hmm. so just want people to know that and um, yeah I mean I think you know as we get into it do you think you could give us a brief history on how that all started and like where that began
1: um well we're gonna take it back to 1987. wow <laughs> um yeah i know right um uh, 1987 was uh pretty much the beginning of my music career and uh we were trying to do things back in orlando and um, it wasn't working for us in orlando okay and uh and then a uh, guy by the name of clady back in 87 uh, he did a show here in orlando and uh, he didn't have a DJ, you know, for the show. And I was working for the radio station at that time. Uh-huh. And uh, the radio station, it was a radio station show. And uh, so he came to me, he says, would you, you know, spend my music for me, you know, for the show? And so I said, sure, I got you. You know, so I said, you know, give me the order of, you know, your songs or whatever. And keep in mind, everything was on vinyl at that point. And um, so he had records, and he gave me the order or whatever. And so in the process of him performing his songs, I was just jazzing them up and just trying to make him sound better. You know, right, right. And then at the end of the show at the end of the show he came up to me. He says, Man, what you did for me was amazing. It's like, You wanna join in with me, you wanna, you know, come come to Miami and work with me? He says, I'm working on a project right now in Miami. He says, it would be good if we could team up and do it together. So I said, Sure, why not? You know, and um so the rest was history at that and that project wow. was the cool rock and chaz project, the boot the booty and you know, everything stemmed from creep dog and booty booty and you know those songs were just huge for me right you know and then uh so i stayed with him for a little while uh things went got went rocky and uh okay and i left i I left and i came back home and um but in the process of of us uh you know recording all that stuff down there we were also we had also started recording an album and uh back then every you know, especially down south, every hip hop album had a DJ track on the album. Right. And uh, on the and on this album, Imagine My custom Record was supposed to be the DJ track. But when I left, I took my song with me. Oh. Because okay. it was 100%. It was 100% my song, and they had nothing to do with it. Right. So, I said, Well, I'm leaving. I'm out. And and then that was the catalyst for my solo career. Amazing. And, uh, that's the one that was on the first album with Raw Posse album, and you know. That one was on there. Drop the bass was on there. That was the first album. That's the album that went platinum. So wow, that's what kicked my yeah, that's what kicked my my career off. That's
0: crazy. That's what just proves you never you know when something starts going bad, you never know it could lead to one of the best things in your life, right? Like exactly, exactly. Yeah, like okay, you know, just just like I'm breaking I, I up with this those, person, you know. yeah, and and then you yeah. go and and take the song, and then it becomes a, your entire career is based off that.
1: It was the whole career was based off of that, so it was it was so crazy that you know how that happened. Yeah, and then I wound up becoming way bigger than all of them put together. Right, you know because it was just it was just a different it was just a timing you know just a
0: different situation. So yeah, you know
1: that that was a that was a it was a gift and a curse, but it was a blessing in disguise at the same time.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah, it's like you never know. You know, it seems like oh, something good's happening to someone else, or something bad's happening to me, and you never know when it could just seesaw, you know, to the other side, mm-hmm. and, and yep, yeah, exactly, give, give you something you never realized. That's that's incredible. Yeah. And so, how how did you even get? In, I mean, obviously, you know, DJing and scratching was big back then, but you, I feel like you take scratching to another level, especially for DJs back then, like for the amount that you do it on there and even how advanced it sounded for the time you know it was wasn't just a little cut like no how, how did you not, get into really. it or learn
1: um just listening to records you know listening to uh you know at that point you know uh, being in the south i was still a hip-hop head i just i liked hip-hop you right. know. um but then when I would hear, you know, the Magnificent Jazz of Jeff, I guess that was eighty six-ish or whatever, yeah, you know, somewhere up in there. Uh, when I would listen to Ugly People Be Quiet, Cash Money, you know, those records, I would hear these cuts, and I'm like, I I love these cuts, and I I learned how to do them, you right? You know, um, but being in the South, everything was fast, yeah. You know, so everything had to be one thirty plus for us. So I learned the cuts on the slower tempos, but then I just sat there and I kept messing with it until I learned it at my speed right and that was how I, that was how I always incorporated and learned how you know all the scratches. But then I started doing my own things back then, yeah. you know just kind of you know like <clears throat> and it was funny because I was having a, a conversation with Kubert about this was probably he he hopped on on a twitch stream uh, about a few months ago. And it tripped him out because he says that him and the Scratch Pickles back then, they were listening to my cuts and they couldn't figure out what I was doing. Wow! And so he said, all of a sudden they realized that all my cuts were backwards. And they, oh. they didn't, and it took them a minute to figure that out. And people still to this day, they ask me this, like, I can do this cut, but it doesn't sound like what you do. And I'm like, because nine times of 10, if I'm doing a cut, it's always backwards. And that was an accident back then but now it has came, it's 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 how it's my style.
0: That's you crazy. Know? So it's like I'm what do you mean backwards? I know like not like the wires um, are crossed like hamster style. You no, mean no, like no, 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 you're no. doing the pattern the back opposite backwards. way? <laughs> it go, it, the opposite way. It
1: just So if I'm doing like a regular little roll,
0: yeah. you know,
1: if I'm doing chirps, everything is backwards. And so that's what made it so hard for me when I started trying to learn flares right. and crabs because fader has to stay open. Yeah. you know, when you start. But then because I'm backwards and the fader is open, it will sound like a normal cut when I would come in.
0: <laughs> right, right. You know,
1: so I was like, okay, that's wrong, that's wrong. And so then I had, and then Shortcut, he came here when it was, God, uh, this had to be 98, I want to say, we we went past another 10, 12 years up now. But uh, Shortcut right. came in and he came to the house with me. He, we sat here for about a week, dude, and he kind of took me under his wing and he says, okay, this is how this is going to work, but see that he cuts hamster style. Right, I can't cut hamster. Same. So I can't. him trying to te- him trying to teach me was just like, okay, this is not working, you know. <laughs> and so then I kept messing and I kept messing with it, and I had to pretty much get it on my own. But he showed me the the basis and the concept of how to get into the new style scratches, you know. So then I finally got that, and then my backwardsness came back into play,
0: and so hits where i'm at today wow weird right that is weird <laughs> that is weird but that's it that's i mean that's your own style like it really is so it kind of it, it, it kind of is yeah you know and then you can take the sounds you hear i mean that's the thing coming from back in the day like even when i was learning i was listening to people like you people like the scratch pickles craze like you're saying rob swift executioners all yeah. of them and like you said, they, a lot of them would do hamster style or backwards or, but I didn't have it, even any friends to practice with barely, you know, so I'm just alone, like, okay, I'm trying to make, I don't know, how's he going, you know, or whatever the sound is, right? and I'm trying to figure yeah. it out, and same kind of thing, you just have to sort of develop your own style, and then when you try to learn mm-hmm. the technical uh, you know, This is how you're supposed to do it I can't even get my brain to then do it now Because I'm so used to my own
1: You're so used to, yeah, because you, you don't even way. think about it anymore Yeah. It's like if people ask me now I was like, How are you doing, I'm like, I can't One day, uh, well, back to Twitch again We did a I was doing, somebody asked me how to do a cut And so I went to my overhead cam And I was trying to show them yeah. in slow motion You know, how I do a cut And I was like, wow, this is too slow for me You know, so I'm like <laughs> Trying to do it and I had to go to my normal speed, but then it was like, wow, that's too fast. And I'm <laughs> like, I'm a horrible teacher. I said, I'm, I'm a horrible teacher. I can't It's
0: hard, you know. but it's that muscle memory. Same with me. Like, it took me months, years of doing certain s- movements with my hand until I was like, I got it. But like, I couldn't explain to someone how I did it and I couldn't do it at all nope. the tempos. Um, and teaching now, yeah, and is hard. Is, yeah.
1: Right. And the thing is with Cuba, when Cuba was, because I went to Cuba's house. Okay. Um, uh this was same same time for a ninety eight, ninety nine ish. Right. Cuba said three words, took three words to me, and it stuck with me and it still sticks with me to this day. Cuba said repetition is key. Yeah. And it stuck with me. And I'm hmm. like, wow, now when you think about that, just like the more you keep doing it, you know, you start off slow and you just keep doing the same pattern over and over, yeah, the more you don't think about it anymore. Yeah, you know, it's like, it's nothing for us to go up and do a chirp. I mean, just, but then the average person trying to learn, they can't figure out that we got to bring it in and cut it off, you know? Right. And so to try to, to try to teach that is, is hard, but I could show you all day. You know? Right. So it's just, it's just weird. So when, when Cuba said that repetition is key, I'm like, I got it. I understand.
0: <laughs> That's know? true. Yeah. You just have to get it to the point where you're not thinking about it anymore. Um, yeah. And yeah. I think even teaching is a skill that, that, seems easier from the outside because like i had dj revolution on who is an you know incredible scratching yeah Rev's right. the best i yep. mean from his attitude from everything everything yep. about him i love him yeah but yep. to listen to him explain to me because he has his own dj school now and i'm like how do you do you have you know booklets how do you know how to teach like because sometimes i try to teach and i have the same feeling as you i oh, i'm not a good I, teacher I, I don't know teach. how to do it and it, he, it took him teach. He was saying I forget what he said, but something like ten years to know how to do it. It was almost like DJing. He had to go through so many ups and downs to learn how to teach properly. So I think it's its own skill. You know, and people like uh-huh. DJ Hoppa, who ran Scratch Academy and the Beat Junkies even, like I'm sure they yeah. have had to create this curriculum and learn how to teach people and learn how to scratch different ways. Uh-huh. Cause yeah, uh-huh. I, I try to teach people and I'm like no, you just do that thing that's in my brain that I can't explain to you. <laughs> yep, like, don't that's you know it. what I'm saying?
1: Um, oh, that's no, that's crazy. I, I can't teach. You know, Even yeah. back in the you know when we had the royal posse back in the day, you know, and I had DJs in the, you know in the crew. Right. We would practice together, mm-hmm. but I could not teach them. You know, I, yeah. I just I could not teach them. It was i was like pulling teeth i i just could not and they were trying to look at me and learn things i'm like i'm just a horrible teacher and i still tell people that to this day i'm i'm a horrible teacher <laughs> it's I, hard. I don't know how to teach that yeah, yeah it's hard i don't know how to teach that
0: yeah um well, well going back to how you said how everything started and and your career started that first i read a story about that first gold album you had was that you didn't even know you had sold five hundred thousand copies your goal was just no. to kind of do something for funds, maybe sell 10, 20, 30,000, get on the charts. 500 wasn't even a thought. And then you didn't even know no. that had happened, that milestone, right? No, you were at a show no, and they no. came and presented you with, with the yet, plaque. <clears throat> yeah, that was
1: actually my second album. Okay. And uh, we didn't go back. Yeah, that was basically the name of the game, which was my, that was my mark. That that album was my mark. Yeah. Um, But we just, uh, the first album was the one that we just kind of, wanted to get it out you know that was the one with managed my custom record on it and, and uh yeah. and dropped the bass and we just wanted to get that album out you know it's like if we could sell 20 you know twenty thousand copies you know we're, we're good right and um, but in the process of all of that going on I uh, started having problems with the, with the you know with the, uh, the crew and I I went to the studio by myself and just decided to record the second album and which was bass's name of the game. And it was uh, supposed to be an instrumental album. That's that's all it was supposed to be. And it was just something to do, something for fun, right. to put it out. And when we put Bass's name in the game out, it just took off like a bat out of hell, man. Mm. And uh we just <clears throat> and then we uh redid drop the bass to put it on there. That. that was the remix, uh drop the bass two. Um and we just we just put it out and it kind of took over the southeast. And then the distributors started picking it up, and it started just moving further and further and further west. Wow! And then before you knew it, we were on we were on Billboard, and we're like, "Oh my God, what is going on with this?" You know. Keep in mind, we still not not thinking where we were with sales. Yeah. And then finally, um, and then we still just they kept saying, "Man, we're getting close," you know, to gold. And I'm like, "Really?" Yeah. And I'm still not even you know thinking about it. And then we had a show in Orlando. And uh, it was a huge show. Um, uh, It it was called Jam Fest back then. It was like, oh, God, me, Jodeci, Tracy Spencer. I mean, it was, you know, like a huge radio show. Right. And we're on on the stage, and um, the radio station came out along with the president of the label at that point. And right in the midst of the show, they came out, and they had the gold records in their hands. And I'm looking at this plaque, and I'm like, what are they bringing out? And then they presented the gold record to us in the middle of the show. That's and amazing. I didn't even know it was gold yet. Yeah, I didn't even know the album was gold yet. So in the process of that, you know, that that escalated us to a totally different, you know, plateau at that point. Then we went back to count the sales for the first album. And then when we went back to count the sales for the first album, we were over a million copies on that one.
0: And wow. we didn't even
1: realize it because, because we just kept selling. We just kept selling. We just kept selling them. And um, That's once we, once that, yeah, once that milestone happened, they were like, and the thing is, we went through so much trouble with RIAA because they didn't want to believe that we had sold that many records. And so, I mean, this was, they came, uh, uh, they sent accountants from RIAA to the office to sit and count sales. Oh my God. And, and called, the, yeah, and, and called distributors to find out how many, you know, this one sold and that one sold and they, and then once they realized this is, this is true, you know, and then they were like, wow. And then they finally, you know, but this was stuff that, that was happening that they didn't tell me because they were trying to keep it a, a secret from me because they didn't want me to know yet until they wanted to present that plaque to them, you know. So that's oh, the that's stuff incredible. that was going on behind
0: the scenes yeah wow i mean it's it's almost like bass Mm -hmm. bass miami bass music has been hated on by the riaa you know the the industry is from the beginning like trying to hold it down any way possible and not believe that that many people would like it
1: and it's still not a lot of uh you know and and the genre kind of did whatever it was going to do back in 97 98 it kind of subsided and went on right went to went to its glory you know um but there's still not a lot of bass artists that went gold, less or more platinum, you know? No. I can count them on one hand. No, I can count them on one hand. You know, right. So it's just like back in the day, there was only two of us. It was us and two live and loop. You right. Know? Yeah. And that was it. And that was it. And everything else was just kind of everybody just doing their thing, you know? But then you also had a lot of labels that did not want their artists to know how much they were selling, yeah. you know, in the process. So a lot of you know, hiding was going on with artists, too, so... You know, you just don't know, and you know. Right. But as of right now, you know, as of right now, you know, I want to say, uh, base-wise, for platinum status in the '80s, early '90s, it was just us two. You That's know. So now you got, you you got some Atlanta artists now. You know that did Miami bass, and some of them went platinum. Lil job, you know, with the Social Death bass, you know, that went platinum, and yeah. Quad City, you know, Six Nine Boys, all of those, you know, they they got plaques now, but. In the beginning it was us. Right. And still it's like five of us with platinum plaques. Yeah. Amazing. It's kind of it's kinda crazy. It is
0: crazy, yeah. And there's something about yeah, I guess how much bass, you know, resonates, not to do like a pun, but like down there, like in Atlanta in Florida, like in the southeast. I mean, bass is still to this day the main sound, one of the biggest sounds. And also, like you said, with the the fast tempos, like you were at, what, 130, 140 like, like beats per minute. And it's almost like the new stuff is just as fast, but just half time down. You know, with the, the snares yeah, just are just halfway yeah. taken yeah. out. But it still yeah. carries on from 30 years ago. The bass, the sp- speed of it, of the hi-hats and everything, like... It's yeah. crazy how that has never yep. <clears throat> gone away. And it's just always evolved nope. and stayed as like a running evolves. line.
1: Yeah. Yep. And that was very integral when you listen to EDM, especially Trap. You oh, know, It's just huge. very, 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 it's very integral you right. know, into, in that now. So Right. And it's crazy know, how hi-hats.
0: bass music is such a huge thing in EDM. It's just called bass music. You know, and and it's kind right. of like that wouldn't exist without without you guys in a way. You know, I mean, that's... Yeah. And mm-hmm. it plays into the same people that were loving your albums back then, who are older now. Those, It's the same mindset of just loving that bass, yeah. that frequency. It gets you into the music like no other. It almost, like, yeah. merges your brain and body, like, within yeah. the music. You know, I remember going to raves and yeah. just doing like, drum and bass and anything with that crazy, the 808s and the sub bass would just... Kind love, of our 808, 808, love, love our you man love yeah we love ourselves man <laughs> yeah how did I mean what love was the first what was the first drum machine you were using was it the 808 to to make those Eight hundred eight. wait 808, 808, Crazy. 808 and I still have my 808 to this day I would never let that drum machine go That's incredible yeah. you still have the same yeah. 808 that yeah. you made all that stuff with uh, same one
1: yep I love that yep yeah. and uh we went from an 808 to a SP1200 and then SP-1200 is when I learned how to fine tune the, the, uh, the 808 kick Okay. and then turn the kick off and then leave the sustain up and you sample it. And oh. then that was how we, and then we got into the middle and then we found a nice loop spot where if you hit it, it'll just sit there and you won't hit a reverberation of the 808. So when oh. you hit it, it would just be boom and you won't, it, you never heard it looping back. Oh. You know, so we kind, of, so I kind of mastered that, and uh, no one had done that before me. You know, so it was like, but that was my thing. It was like know? a it's way like, that
0: to extend the sub bass rather than using a, a yes. analog keyboard to like create a yes. frequency. You sampled it, right. put it in the SP, found that perfect part in the waveform where it could loop, and just be like loop back, Whoa. yeah, yeah, right. just loop back. Oh right. my god,
1: right. And then I would take the eight oh eight kick and sample that, but I would turn the sustain off. So then the kick would hit, and it would be, boom. And so every time you know you hitting the kick, at least you have an attack on it because if you don't put the kick on it, then there's no attack. Right. And that's just it's just a rumble under the you know under the
0: bottom end. Yeah. So that
1: was uh that was that was our thing back then. You know.
0: That's so dope. Oh my god. And and to this day, I mean, you any people use eight oh eights? I mean, just one. You know, it just it's just crazy the connection of 808s and bass, you know through through all the yeah all the years um, yeah. so I mean so you've been doing this a really long time obviously we, we yeah, went man. through probably just little bits and pieces of it what do you think gives you the ability to continue adapting you know I noticed that you're always at the forefront of technology even with with twitch and with the dj equipment you're using and the mixers and you know you definitely don't seem like someone that gets stuck on like oh well i use the 808 i gotta use it forever you're like i'm this is a part of me but you keep adding on so what do you think are some of the reasons you've been able to keep going and adapt
1: i just love music you know yes and uh i just i wouldn't i don't want to be that guy that you know the get off my lawn guy you know get off my lawn i don't right I, I don't. There's a lot I, of get off my lawn like DJs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And uh, I just like to learn and I like to experiment, you know, and I get in and I, I kind of delve in and figure out, you know, it's like I tell people, I don't need to learn everything a machine can do. I just need to learn what I like, yeah. you know, and um and so I get in and, you know, once I get into a machine, I figure out, oh, that's cool. I like that. That goes into the, you know, into the arsenal. I'm like, okay. I'm gonna use that one day, you know. And you just keep learning, you know. Right. And uh, that's that's my thing. I I enjoy learning. I, and still to this day, I just enjoy it. You know, I like figuring things out, figuring what makes things tick. You know. Yeah. Um. You know. It's, you know. It's like even when I got the S11, I was like, mm, I'm not a fan of this mixture. You know, and I wasn't a fan of it. I was yeah. like, I liked my S9 better. Yeah. You know, and um, and then I started getting into it. I'm like, OK, I'm going to figure out what I like on this mixer. Right. You know, and then and that's what I did. And I started getting in and I started getting in. i say now I like this mixer. Yeah. You know, so you just you don't don't hinder yourself. Just get in, dive in, you know, and, uh, you know, just continue to evolve, continue to learn, you know, because the more you learn, the more you will stay relevant in whatever's going on.
0: Yeah, it's so true. I mean, that's really what it seems like the key to a lot of people that stay young and inspired is curiosity is almost like a mix of, um, like I've had people on that teach and that sort of keeps them young. Like they're able to connect with the youth and teach. And I know we were saying that's not necessarily our strong suits, but being curious, uh, you know, but the curiosity and the wanting to learn is almost the thing that just keeps you young and keeps you hungry and keeps you having fun, which is the whole Yes, exactly, Right. you
1: know, you know, and then once you have something new and then you you push and you keep growing, you grow with that. But in that process, something else might come in your path, you know, and so don't negate don't negate it. Yeah. Just say, huh, what's that? You know, stay stay on your current path, but bring something else in, you know, because you never know, you know, whatever that is that could be coming in it could be something that could be another path that you can also bring in. And now you have two different things going on at the same time.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's so true. Um, mm-hmm. and what about like when you were going through, you know, the eighties and those albums were blowing up and even in the nineties and doing that, I'm sure you went on some crazy tours and got to perform we, in we, some crazy places. We,
1: yes, we, we had a lot of tours back then. Um, we did um you I have any much,
0: any special tour stories or anything that stands out in your mind of either places or crazy know, stuff that happened
1: I don't um
0: because
1: right. most most of the time on tours people know how tours go it's like for us back then it was like you're never in the city you know as soon as yeah. the show is over you're on the bus yep. you're on the bus you're you're riding if you're at a hotel you're going to the hotel after the show to check out True. You know, to get your stuff. Yes. You know, you're on a bus, you're going to the next city, mm. you know, you get to the next city, eight or nine o'clock in the morning, you go to the hotel, you finally get some sleep, you wake up, it's sound check. <laughs> you know, and it's a never ending cycle. Yeah. And then so it's like people think that touring was fun. I'm like, no, touring was not fun. You know, it was just <laughs> it was fun performing, you right. know, in the actual shows, but touring wasn't wasn't fun for me. And uh I I don't really care to tour. You know anymore. I, I would rather get on a plane and go someplace and perform and then come back home. Yeah. You know the days, uh, the days of sleeping on a bus. That's man, I'm too old for that now. I'm, those those days are over for me. <laughs> I understand. I, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. No. It's. Uh... I've been around the. I've been around the world playing music. Um, you know it was funny though because I did have a tour. This was me and DJ Assault. Oh my God. Oh man. I love DJ Assault. (laughs) Um, This was... Oh, man. He and I, we had a tour together overseas. And we went through... uh, It was London. Hold on. It was the UK. We went to Scotland, France, Germany. We did all of that. uh, We were there for 30 days. And for 28 days, that's what we did every day. And we were... It wasn't a bus. It was... Almost like a kind of like a RV kind of thing or whatever and traveling around on that. And the only time that we really had, uh, you know, to take time off was like when we went to Scotland and they would take us to the train station and we'd take the train up to Scotland and and then the bus would go on, the RV would go on up, you know, and meet us. And then, you know, but um, that was pretty much one of the last tours that I had. And after that one, I said, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I said I I can't do this.
0: It's it's you know? brutal. Like we, you know, on one hand, we are lucky to do what we do and don't yes. take it for granted. Yep. But we're also human beings, and there comes a point where, yeah. you know, what you like and don't like, and what you can put up with, and yeah. and it, yeah, it, it's hard. I mean, I learned even on I got that Blink One Eighty Two poster back here. Like, yeah, that was, I think, I don't know, sixty something cities you know an entire summer almost four months and i remember before i went on it they were like you know are you sure you want to do the whole tour um i know you you know you have a kid a young kid you, you you you're going to be away from your family all summer i said no you don't understand like i've been on tour already for 10 years straight i fly in i fly out they're like no you're not going to be able to do that i'm like yes i am you don't no. understand my life nope Nope. Oh my god. I did not understand. We were like you said, we we're on this bus nonstop. I ended up seeing them for a day and a half, like in Iowa, because I was able to like escape for a second and then get back. But yeah, I could not get home because you're going city to city to city, which really, city city you know, yeah, it's crazy. Like so I, I learned about that and sleeping on buses and uh being around a lot of other people. It's like uh summer camp.
1: Not yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it, it wasn't it wasn't a lot of fun for me. Yeah, I mean, and, and I've done, I've I've had multiple tours, and I'm oh, like, sure, you know, when you're younger, when you're younger, you can deal with it a little bit of better. Of course, but when you get yeah, but when you're older, like yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm done doing <laughs> that. You oh know? my god! And then uh, and then my manager was talking about you know trying to uh, do a tour for the new album, and uh, and I'm like, no, 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 we're we're not doing that. I, was like, <laughs> I can't. I, we well, can't do that. I said we can go. We'll go out and do shows. Right. You know. Uh, right, but not in, a whole city to I, city to no, city.
0: No, no, I'm not doing that. I can't handle that. No, that's that's nope. too much. No. And, and, like, no. also, that's the beauty of Twitch. That's the beauty of, you know, the metaverse or whatever, this whole virtual yes. world yeah. that we've entered into. You can go tour India and South Africa and Utah in the same day because everyone's watching yeah. you from there, you know. And, of course, it's different, I, I, but,
1: right? Right right and i tell everybody every time we're on you know when wife and i we you know when we're on twitch i tell everybody you know because you hop in and we do a twitch roll call and then people start saying where they're from and then all of a sudden you you know we see you know africa you know australia you know brazil you know mexico you know the uk and and all of these people in and then i said okay we're worldwide all at the same time right now let's do this you know let's have some fun right you know because you've got so many people from so many and we get a lot from Germany, like a lot. Like Germany is is huge for us on Twitch.
0: That's so and, interesting. Um, Germany just must love no, DJing. So. Cause same here. Like one of the biggest countries that listens to the podcast, and then the same with uh, Twitch and different things. Germany's big on there. I wonder why. Man.
1: Yes, Germany is yeah, they're huge, and I don't know, but it's uh, it's always fun. And when we're on, it's like 9 p.m. our time. And then Germany will come on and I have to say, good morning, Germany. I see you, you know, and then because it's three in the morning, you know, but it doesn't matter to them. And then the longer that we go, the more they wake up over there and they start waking up and then they start hopping in, you know, to the stream. So it's like, wow, I say this is this is insane, you know, but uh, we're worldwide at one time, you know. Yeah. So it's just it's it's always fun. I love I love our Twitch fam.
0: That's dope. And so back to like when you were, you know, doing those tours and, and really when, when your records were blowing up um, at that time, you seem to have, you seem to be doing a bunch of brand deals. Like I know you were part of uh, like this Coca Cola um, -Cola. trio of DJs and a Pioneer deal and sure signed you, you know, for, because of and, your scratching and rain. And rain. Yep. And rain. Right. And yeah. Rain. So and and, rain, and, yeah. and that wasn't really happening, I don't think, for DJs back then, right? No. I mean it wasn't No. I'd never heard nope, of it. So, not at all. So what was no. that like? I mean, just the Coca-Cola thing itself. Like what was what was that? How did that come about and what did you do? Um
1: well at that point my cousin Scratch was staying with me down here. So wait, yeah, you just mentioned my cousin
0: Scratch. So is that DJ Scratch?
1: Yeah, that's my cousin.
0: Oh, that's crazy! yeah, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, Scratch is my first cousin.
1: Wow. Um, okay. So
0: he, yeah, so
1: he he was down here with us. So uh, both you guys, time. amazing
0: was, pioneers of DJing, and also incredible at scratching. That's mind blowing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So he was he was staying down here with us at that time. That was right after the uh, the EPMD breakup. Okay. And um, he needed to get out of New York for a little bit, and uh, so he came down here. He was with us, and some kind of way, a phone call came. Uh, And we got calls at the same time. So someone contacted, um, got in touch with me through my manager, but then somebody contacted him through uh, the guy that was managing him at the time, not realizing that we were all down here in the same house. (laughs) That's crazy. And so so they wanted to do this DJ commercial, you know, what they called it. It was Coca-Cola. It was called Three DJs and so then uh Scratch was like and and the thing is it's funny because Scratch is the one who pulled me in because I was like I don't have time for that. I don't want to do no no cold commercial. I'm not doing that. And Scratch kept saying you need to do you need to do this commercial. You need to do this commercial. The commercial was supposed to be me Scratch and Jazzy. Jazzy turned it down. And so uh because Jazzy turned it down, they brought in Plastic Man. And uh <clears throat> so Scratch kept saying, you need to do the commercial, we need to do the commercial. And I'm like, you can do it, I'm not doing it, you know? <laughs> and at the very at the very last minute, I said, okay, I'll do the commercial. And so then we were on a, on a plane and the next day flying to LA to wow. go do this, uh, to uh, do the Coke commercial. And then it, it debuted during the Grammys. So that was the first time they showed this. So it was like, wow. I said, okay, I'm like, okay, this is real. You know, yeah. It was, uh, it was, yeah, it was crazy. But it was a fun commercial. Um, Took us all day to record that thing. You know, it's just like we got we got to the warehouse 530 in the morning and they had started setting up because they needed the way the light. I mean, it was the way that they had everything planned out. They needed this light coming up from the sun at this certain time. You know, so like we had to film this and then certain t- and then we take a break. And it was it was crazy, you know, but we didn't leave that thing until probably 3 a.m. So we, oh. almost, we were there for almost 24 yeah, hours. Yeah, I was going to say it was you just know. a full day. Like, literally.
0: It was. wow, that's incredible. And,
1: Scr- and, Scratch had, and Scratch had to drink so much Coke, you know, and the thing is, it's <laughs> not real soda. You know, so he, we didn't realize that it's not real soda because you can't drink that much because of the carbonation and you keep belching. So it looks like Coke, but it's not Coke.
0: It was it? like it's water, like watered,
1: like watered down Coke. Yeah.
0: Oh, it's so you like get the little Coke taste and, of it,
1: but right, twenty percent Coke and eighty percent water. I'm like I don't want. I'm glad I didn't have that part. That was, <laughs> and then the bottle had to be in the right spot. The Coca Cola has to has to show. They would go with an Evian uh, spray can and spray the bottle oh, to t- make it look like it was cold to, oh, to get wow. the all those on little the tricks was, you see. <laughs> And it was so much I learned, you know, when we did that commercial. I'm like, wow! I will never look at these commercials the same ever again, no. you know. But that that was a that was a fun that was a fun experience that we you know
0: got to do. That's so cool. And you had also mm-hmm. had to deal with sure and with Pioneer. Yes. Um, yes. Which not many DJs had and even have to this day, probably. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's
1: crazy. The sure, the the sure deal uh, came up by way of Cubert, uh, actually. Oh, okay. Because um, I I got to meet I got hold on I got to meet uh, Greg Riggs, mm-hmm. who was uh, over uh, artist uh, artist A and R artist relations uh, through Sure. I met him at a DMC competition in San Fran when I was there with with uh you know, cubit and, uh, and scratch pickles. Oh, got it. And so when I got to, and when I, so when I got to meet him, he naturally, he knew me. And, uh, and then he asked me what, how I thought about the, you know, what I thought about their needles. And I'm like, you know, naturally, I'm not going to say, Oh, I don't like your needles, you know, <laughs> because at that point I was just getting in, I was still an ortoffine guy at that point. Yeah. And, um, so I'm like, no, I love shores, you know? <laughs> and, uh, so the rest is history. I was like, he was like, well, you know, let's talk, you know, and so when we talked or whatever, he came to Orlando and then brought all kinds of stuff and you know, showed me this and showed me that and and then um want to know if I will be interested in doing an endorsement deal, you know, with them. And I'm like, yeah, you know, and then we, you know, dotted I's across T's and, and the rest was history. But me doing that endorsement deal with sure was the greatest thing in the world for me because not only for the needles, that started me on my in ear collection. Yeah. Uh you know, my because at that point the they had this box, and it's what they did. You know, for singers when it when with the in ears, right? And so it was a wireless pack. And I started using that. I want to say in 1999, and then finally in like 2000, maybe 2001, I finally went to an audiologist and had one made for my ear, and it is the best thing. And I've been on that thing for 20 some years now. And really? I can't go back to headphones. Yeah, I can't go back to headphones. That's so interesting. It, it, it changed. Wow. It changed my life. Yeah. So it you use in so ears.
0: On- you but you're saying you use a wireless pack or you use in ears that you plug into the mixer. Uh-uh,
1: in-ears that, uh uh, in ears that a wireless pack.
0: How do you hear the? Yeah. How do you hear it like real time? With what you're doing? It's,
1: there's no there's no latency. It's it's a wireless pack that there's a you know naturally the box. Right. Uh, with the antennas, oh. sure. It's, and I still use it still to this day. So it's a sure pack that goes quarter to the mixer. So it goes, you know.
0: Oh, so it's uh, it's like how someone would use a wireless the, mic. Why there's no delay, because you, like, you have your own little right. broadcaster. Right, ah, that's right. Crazy.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I still use that to this day. It's just it's, it's part of my life. You
0: I wonder know, why, when why I other DJs use that, don't but, use that. I've never even thought about that because you. Have, I have in ears uh, too, but I, you have to plug them in.
1: Yeah. No, I don't I don't plug mine in. I plug it into the pack. Wow. So the pack always hold on. Might be is it right here? Yeah, yeah it's right here. Hold on. Okay, let's see. Right there. Let's there's, see. There's, there's my pack. Yeah, there's, right. there's my it's pack. Right. It's like what
0: you see so, like singers use, you know, or guitarists yeah, or yeah. in bands.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. And so I uh, take the the uh hit the uh wireless thing, the headphone down my shirt in my ear and I go. Wow.
0: You
1: know? And so uh because but then it's a four channel mixer on the box so if you go someplace and your monitor system sucks then you could take it and then run output to the channel three and four and then i put my right ear in and i use that as my program and i mix with my left
2: oh god it's pretty
1: much yeah it's it's pretty much the same thing because my monitors i listen in my right ear anyway yeah so if the monitor system sucks i say okay we'll we'll bypass this and then i just run run the output right into my into the sure mixer and then we go from there Mm-hmm.
0: oh that's crazy okay i don't yeah. know i never i've never seen another dj do that and i hadn't heard of that so it makes perfect sense and seems easier as long as you're cool with having like that pack on you um
1: yeah but it's it's about the size of a cassette tape right it's small it's it's not yeah it's not big at all and it just clips right on yeah so I, I don't clip it on i don't clip it onto my waist i just put it i let it hang on my pocket you, you know ever have, or if i have a belt on
0: yeah oh sorry no go ahead
1: I'll like, say, but uh, if you have a belt on, you just click it onto your belt, and, and you go. And the volume knob is right on the, is right on the right. pack. So, you know. you and ever, the thing uh, is.
0: Oh, sorry. Do you have problems hearing the crowd ever? Like, is that ever a thing? Like, or talk? You know. No, th- no,
1: because my right, my right ear is always open.
0: Oh, got it.
1: Yeah, Crazy. my right ear is always open. Yeah, but when that's in my ear, the left ear, because that that is my you know, my main, that's what, what I'm listening to. Right. Um, when I'm, when I'm going through that ear, all sound is blocked. I hear nothing in that ear at all. Okay. But then I use my right ear. I use my right ear to listen to the monitors, listen to everything else that's going on.
0: Crazy. And one, it of, was weird at first. Yeah, I'm sure. Well, it takes getting used to, but, uh, it sounds, mm-hmm. sounds pretty beneficial. Um, and I think mm-hmm. another thing was sure at the time, right. Was that, you were, you know, what would go forward to be called an open format DJ, right? But that wasn't really, yeah. I mean, obviously all DJs in the beginning of DJing just started as open format DJs. We were just DJs. Yep. But I think you were especially known as someone that played every genre and came from a certain area but and a certain type of music and genre, but could play everything yep. and would play different tempos. And I think a lot of the times even like a Q-Bert was known as, the person that would scratch or it was like house djs or hip-hop djs it was very split right. split up right so right. you were right i think they came to you because i mean you're one of the original open format djs and people that have the ability to to play all genres but in a high quality i like, way. I like everything right yeah i like everything you know, uh, so, yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Because whether we're playing old school, or if we're playing Miami bass, or if we're playing hip hop or, or EDM, whatever, I like it all. You right. know, it's like, and I tell people I might not like every song in every genre, but I find what I do like in that genre. And I, that is what I play right you know?
0: Yeah, that's the truth. That's what I tell people all the time because they're like, I don't want to play in clubs. I hate clubs. And I'm like, how can you be so general? Like, you know, and they're like, I hate club music. Or you really want to play in a club and play all music you hate? I'm like, no. It's like you find what you like within every single thing you're going to do. We all love music. We all love everything. I guarantee every genre has something you're going to like. And then that's how you combine it with your own self and style and how you create your style. And then you present it with the skills you've, you know, honed in on and the scratches and your backward scratch, you know, and whatever is part of your own thing. So that's what I try to tell people too: don't just cut off something because you think you don't like it or that's not your thing. Or it's like, that's not your crowd. Like really as DJs, we have the ability to f- find what we like in everything and I think that's important to yeah. remember. And I,
1: I like I like teaching people new music.
0: Yeah, I me enjoy too.
1: teaching people. I enjoy teaching people new music. I enjoy someone saying, What's that? You yeah. Know, me I too. like that. And I love then it. I'm like, Oh, you don't know this? Okay, this is what this is, you know. Right. And I like I like teaching people what music is, especially if it's a genre that they're not accustomed to or something that they're not used to hearing right you know because especially with me in a club setting i'll bounce everywhere you know it's just like i'm one way and then another and you know but nothing stays on long so i'm like if you don't like it it'll be off in of 30 seconds just chill out enjoy it you exactly know? yeah
0: <laughs> i know so i tell people live i'm like don't worry trust me we will get there i'm playing everything okay yeah. it's not your yeah. own personal night <laughs> like right. it's right. everybody's exactly. night so
1: yeah exactly
0: that's cool. But that's
1: the old school but that's the old school mentality of us. It because is. we we learned way back in the day what to do, what not to do, and what we like, what we don't like. And if it's a song that I don't like, I just don't play it. You know? Right. Uh I guarantee you you won't miss that song because you wanna hear it. You won't even you won't even realize that you didn't hear it. Right. You know yeah and, and then once i'm done i don't care what you're thinking at that point because i'm done you know but <laughs> you know i just want you to just enjoy it you know just enjoy what's going on you know yeah. enjoy what what i'm doing enjoy enjoy what i'm presenting to you you
0: know right right um and so so you know we keep alluding to twitch and talking about it here and there but um you know like i said earlier you've been you know really big on on doing twitch and it seems like a big part of your dj career now um what have you learned? It's our life. Yeah. It's, it's, I mean, and I love how you have your wife on there. <laughs> I love how you mm. talk to the crowd a lot. You know, it's not just like, okay, watch me do this thing. Like, I've, I watch your stream, and I see you do everything from solo scratch things to playing old music to new music to talk, and then really just interacting and talking with everybody, and then having your wife on there is just sets this – vibe of like fun i can't explain what it is but like i feel like i get the vibe from you guys you guys like love each other and have such a good vibe and we you, you know, play around with yeah. each other give each other shit but like drink together and have fun and she knows what's up with the music yep. and um so like yeah can you tell us a little bit about like the starting of twitch and what you've learned and some of the things you like about it and and maybe even your future plans for it um
1: let me go back to this. All started uh, last year, uh, 2020. Well, with 2022. God, time's wow. flying. I, yeah, um, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, right? <laughs> um, but this this goes back to my birthday in 2020, uh, May. And at first, we were everyone kept saying, "You need a live stream. You need a live stream." And I'm like, nah, "I don't want a live stream. I'm not doing that." Because at that point, we're still thinking the world's going to open right back up. Yeah, you know. Exactly. And um, well, the world didn't open back up, you know, so we're like, okay, okay, what do we do? You know. And so um, we decided to do a multi stream thing on my birthday, which was May of 2020, a couple months after the pandemic started. And uh, we're going to do Facebook and we're going to do Twitch and uh, and we're only going to do one and done. And that was it. Right. uh, And so it was so weird because on Facebook for my birthday, we went Facebook live we had probably twenty-five thousand people watching on Facebook, and on Twitch we had
0: hmm,
1: maybe 20, 30, <laughs> you know. And um, because it just was not the platform that everyone knew at right. that time. Yeah. And um, and so we kept doing it, and then the more we kept doing it, the more Facebook kept shutting us down, and then we kept staying on Twitch, and so eventually we just said, you know what? Let's um let's say the hell with Facebook. We're done with this. You know, let's let's focus on the Twitch thing and and see where we can get you know with this one. Right. And um, so we kept going around and bouncing around and making friends on Twitch and meeting people and going to different channels and at, I am I'm not a person that says who I am. You know, I'll just yeah. say, hey, I'm Mike. Nice to meet you. You know, that's <laughs> right. that's always been my thing. And um, but then people started realizing who I was. You know. Yeah. And, um, yeah. And so then we just kept working and we kept pushing the channel and kept making new friends and, 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 and then the rest is history with, you know, with Twitch at this point, yeah. you know, and then we kept growing, we kept growing and we kept growing. And it was funny because I got a notification on my phone. You know how they do the memory, you know, the, you know, the memory. Yeah. So a year ago this week, yesterday, uh, uh, we got a memory thing on the phone that said that we hit 3000 followers last year, this time. And I'm like, wow. I say, okay. And a year later we're over 10,000 followers so I'm like, like, wow, it is, it's huge. And it's huge to, to gain that kind of, you know, grassroots followers on Twitch, you know? And, but that's, that's just, that's just how it is. And we just keep, and then I have, I have another good friend on uh, Twitch that's from Australia, DJ Brisk. And um, he told me once he hit 10,000, he says it just took off for him. So he said, just watch, he says, watch what happens. And I'm like, okay you know and so now all of a sudden we're at 11.5 and like, oh he means took off 10. and
0: just it just a lot of people start yeah. following at that yes. point yes
1: right right you know because now you're on a different you know you're on a different level you're on the opening page you know you're you go to the top of the list for the recommended because recommended. you have more you know you know and all of this and uh, right it's probably like know, their
0: I, site knows okay this person has 10,000 people that have Followed them, you know, and this many subscribers right. like we need to show this to other. Yes. People. Right.
1: You know, and so it just um, what we do with it is uh, it's it's amazing to us because this once again, it's a different life that we didn't have. Yeah. But now it's a life that we do have, you know. And so we we embrace it and we keep growing with it and we keep, you know, we're, we're not going to stop. You yeah. Know? We can't stop now, you know, because once, as I said, this is our life. Are you, know, you so on every day, work. every night? No, no. Uh, four nights a week.
0: Okay. Mondays,
1: Wednesdays, thir- yeah. Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays. Okay. And every night is different. You know, we do different, different music every night. You know, Monday nights we usually do. We call it uh Magic Mondays. Magic Mondays. We just kind of go wherever the hell I want to go. You know, yes. it's it's centered around you know centered around us musically. Mm-hmm. You know, wherever. Like last night, I got into Magic Might mode and just started playing all my own stuff. Right. You know, and we did that for probably three hours. And I was like, and I played more of the newer stuff. I really didn't delve into none of the old stuff, you know? And it's like, wow, I didn't realize it was that much, you know? Yeah. And then on Wednesday, Wednesdays, we call it 808 Wednesdays, because it's all about 808s and remixes, you know? Oh, okay. And we like to call it, we call it a left turn. So it's like, you'll be listening to something and it's a remix, and all of a sudden it makes a left turn on you. You'd be like, okay, where'd that come from? You yeah. Know? So that's that's Wednesdays. Thursdays is our hip-hop night. And uh, that that's always a fun night uh, because it's straight hip hop. You right. know, it's just us wherever we want to go hip hop wise. That's where we go. So I always, our joke for that night is okay. We we good on the plane. We're going to Seattle right now, and we'll stay in Seattle for a little bit. Oh, we forgot somebody. Got to go back to LA and pick somebody up in LA. <laughs> you know, back on the plane. You know, we'll bounce back down, and yeah. you know, but we might have been in LA at first, and then when we go back to Cali, then we're in the Bay Area. You yeah. know, then I'm playing E40 and you know it's souls of mischief and all of that you know and so oh we got to go to the east coast you know we, let's get on the plane we're going up you know and so that's our joke on, right. on thursdays and it's fun you know it, it's just fun and then on uh, fridays is old school night just whatever we want to do old school and then saturdays i'm i'm at a club i play uh you know either i'm traveling or
0: you know um uh, i play at a, a club in orlando oh, okay blue martini blue martini mm-hmm. I actually, I've DJed there one, one time where I was like behind the bar, like, aren't you behind, like I was behind the bar or no, where was it? Was I on stage? Yeah, I was on stage, stage. but like I was on a stage and the the bar was in front of me or something. I remember. Yes, that's it yeah i played there The, the one at
1: Tampa, yeah the, the one in tampa closed it closed a while ago okay i'm, I'm in I'm, I'm in the one yeah i'm in the one in i'm orlando. pretty
0: sure it was orlando but i could be wrong but yeah i remember i was i did it one time it was i had a really good time um mm-hmm. oh that's cool so that's your saturday night residency if you're not traveling yep. somewhere mm-hmm. or have some other right thing right and has mm-hmm. the has twitch led to you doing any other like private um, digital gigs or virtual gigs or, or things like that. Has it led to well, other things you haven't thought of?
1: Not yet, and people have been trying. Um, but I'm really, really careful as to what I tie myself into right yeah, now. Right. Um it's just a lot of craziness going on. I'm just kinda like, yeah, let's <laughs> let's wait this out for a minute. Yeah. Um but we did we did a we did a, a virtual party for 10K. Um and what we did like our key people our key you know people supporters for our you know for our channel we did a party friday night and uh but what we did is we filmed it on twitch so it was it was in real life but it was by way of twitch as oh well. wow that's you know, cool and so and uh, and so i had a you know a couple of uh, djs that that we've kind of taken under our wings and we brought them in um so they played we had different sets for different setups. So everybody had their own setup. Everybody like, I'm still, I'm huge with the green screen. That's that's my thing. I, so we had to set all of that yeah. up. No, I love and, it. Uh, Your it green screen
0: ho- is crazy. Like it looks like you're it. <laughs> I'm like, how does he do that? Like. You'll, you'll, I see you push the button and then you'll be in a thing with like all these screens below you and above you. And then you have the stuff running and then you go to like a spaceship and then you're close up and you're far away. and Yeah, I love all the creativity yeah. that goes into the visuals. Yeah. I, I know you're very yeah. visual. I mean, you're just an all around creative person, but I think you seem very visually creative just as much as the audio from what I could tell. Yeah,
1: I, I am. I, I really am. But. Keep in mind, like I I've always liked video. Even when yeah. you know when the Rain went and they started doing Serato video, I was one of the first ones that they came to because I was doing pretty much videos. I, I always kept my turntables with me, but then I had the DVJs back then. Yes. That Pioneer used to have, so I would have the DVJs, and so if I'm playing music and I wanted to go to a video, then I would automatically have a song already ready to go on the DVJ, and you know it's just like the CDJ have have your points have it ready to go and then all of a right. sudden the song will mix in and it'll go right to a video right and it'll hit the switcher and then the videos and so that was that was my thing so when serato video came out it was um it was a breath of fresh air for me because i have always been a video person
2: yeah
1: you know i i, li- I love the visual aspect that people you know when they watch you you know yeah it's just always fun and um like Nick was the person that was doing. Uh, and keep in mind, I, me and Rain, we we were like this until you know they disbanded and got sold or whatever. Right. But um, Nick did uh started Serato video for them, and then he and I were like this. But then when he left to go do his own thing with Mix Emergency, right. And then he was like, I need you, you know. So I'm like, I'm with you, you know. And so I followed rap behind him. Okay. So. I was still with Rain at that point, but I was not using Serato video. And I still don't use Serato video. It's just I don't like what it does to your computer when you're playing with it.
0: Yeah, um, I mean, you know. I love Serato. Shout to the Serato team. But uh, yeah. I just did a video set for this um, specific thing for like a company. Like I put together this crazy video set. And I mm-hmm. and I used to love Serato video. I would, you know, I did a lot of stuff with Second Nature, which I know that's you had a big connection. I with.
1: Taught, I taught Brett.
0: I taught Brett. So that's what I was going to say. I know you guys were like wow. very close yeah. with the in the yeah. DJ days and the Serato DJ yeah. days. And he's, yeah. you know, one of the best and, and such a great DJ and yeah. video editor and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he taught I, me video editing. Right, that's oh, funny. That's so funny. That's I, crazy. Yeah. How crazy is that?
1: Wow. That's funny. Okay, that's that's crazy. Yeah. No, <laughs> all good.
0: Yeah. Brett's the man. Second nature. Um, yeah. And the. um um, I remember oh, I lost my train of thought, but it was something with, with, Oh, the video. So she mix, video. no mix right. emergency. So then I came back and it was funny because I owned mix emergency, but then I had to like rebuy it because I don't know. It had been so long, but I just restarted using it like less than a year, oh, well, less than amazing. a year ago. Just, and just same amazing. thing. I was like, Oh, I can't use, you know, I figured out the NDI thing. Uh, Shout to Josh yep. Carl in Boston, right. another video DJ. He taught me how to do the Mix Emergency NDI into OBS so I could basically broadcast through my Ethernet cable and not have the delays and all the different chords and the different things. And that really mm-hmm. changed the game. And Mix Emergency is just kind of ahead of the game on that on that tip. Yeah. So shout out to Big them. Time. Yep. Um, yep. Big time. Do you still do video DJing at all?
1: Oh, yeah. Everything I do is video. 100%.
0: Oh really? So yeah. everything you're yeah. playing is controlling a video thing on those screens in your
1: Twitch stuff too?
0: Yes, yes. So it You does. have a video and output. And
1: thir- yes, oh. and on Thursday nights, my and on Thursday nights, pretty much I'm showing music videos the whole time.
0: Right. I just I saw, but I just I guess I didn't put it all together that oh, you were doing every single thing. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And so, yeah. do you have yeah. like pre? Like, does every file have a video associated with it, or does it do that thing where they have—I forget what it's called—the chroma, not chroma key, but the thing. It just th- automatically links. It just links. Yeah. It it'll just, link.
1: It'll link a file if you don't have uh, if you don't have a visual aspect with your file, then it just links and it just pulls. You know, you set up the sample set up library a whole bunch of different. Right, right, exactly. And okay. so I have—I want to say like sixteen different visuals that I have set up. Okay. And then if something doesn't have it, then it automatically links it up. But right. then I have it synced up till it goes to the tempo,
2: yeah. to
1: whatever I'm playing. So it, it monitors it by tempo. So then the visuals kind of sit there and match whatever the song, you know, to the playing. Oh, that's It so really dope. matches the kick. Right. It matches the kick. It doesn't really match the the, the nuances inside of the, yeah. you know, in, in between it the just, kicks. It's like thumb, the kick it'll like the boom. Kick, yeah. Right. Right right it it picked it picks up on the kick and then it goes from there but the, most of my files do have some kind of visual aspect to it
0: oh okay yeah that's so mm-hmm. cool i've been thinking more and more about um because i love video djing too and i got so into it and you know it was linked up with second nature and like j.e mm-hmm. you know from st louis and all I, these I know Jay. j.e is yeah i mean he's the man uh for so many ways Jay in a while um, yeah, I haven't I, talked to Jay in a while. Yeah, I just kind of reconnected with him. I mean, we, we always like are connected. We won't talk for years and then I'll be like, what up? You know, we're just mm-hmm. like back in talking mm-hmm. about all kinds of nerdy DJ gear and video things and music. Yep. And, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, um, I, you know, I love, I love the video DJing stuff and I've been thinking like, Maybe there's some way to chop up. There's so many crazy quotables in these podcast episodes. Like, it would be crazy to, to make, like, um, a video DJ remix out of, like, our episode. You know, it'd take, like, some clip of you and <laughs> then scratch it and, and make that the promo for some of them. I've been thinking about, like, brainstorming how to how to do that because I love that stuff, too. And, and it's so much fun, just inspirational to mess with mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, that's fun man yeah I think it could be cool I mean I, I love I love all mm-hmm. that that's cool to know that you're still incorporating it in everything too um yeah especially when I'm alive especially when I'm yeah. live uh in a club because at blue martini they
1: I'm pretty much the only video Dj that they have there right and uh so I'm up on the stage and the screens and the big screen comes down behind me so everyone can see and you know wherever they're at in the club they can see the visual aspect Now, mo- mostly at blue I'm, I play predominantly house music um so the visual aspect is really really key yeah you know with that one you know right. when i'm playing house music because e- either it's the video or it's their video that they conceive for it yeah you know so it's it's very visual you know? right
0: yeah that's what i noticed about video nights like i love doing it but then sometimes if the crowd wasn't into it it was weird or sometimes it would captivate them to the point where they'd just be staring at the screen and then i'm like shit i'm trying to make them dance too it's most, like always that most, yeah
1: balance most of the people most of the people that's sitting at the bar because of where the bar is they sit there and they just stare yeah. they right. stare at the videos because most of the time they don't get to see videos anymore yeah you know
2: oh, so I know. you
1: don't you know there is no mtv anymore and i always tell people you know mtv stands on magic tv at this point because i'm the only <laughs> place you want to see videos at yes. you know so so it's just funny you know they sit and stare but then the people that on the dance floor, they. Sometimes they're looking, but they're having such a good time that they don't. Right. You know, they'll look at it, but then they just they're just enjoying themselves. You know. Right. Right. So it's uh, it's 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 a good thing. But I've been been at Blue Martini for eleven, going on twelve years. Wow. So it's just kind of yeah. So they they're used to me. They they know me. Right. Right. Mm-hmm.
0: And and so what are you working on musically now? Uh, we talked about all your past albums and and songs and all that stuff. Um, do you have anything? Coming soon. That uh, we
1: well, want to listen to. the yes, the new album is getting ready to drop. Uh, once the new single is out now, which is a title track from the new album, it's called Another Dimension. Yeah, and, uh, it's uh, I it took me a couple years to work on to get this album done. Uh, I didn't tell anyone I was working on it. It was just. I would just work and work and work and songs I like, I keep and songs that I didn't like, I got rid of, you know? Yeah. And before I knew it, it was, before I knew it, I had a double album, you know? Oh, wow. And, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a double album. And, uh, but it, it came out good, you know, right. It, it came out really, really good. And what I did is I reached out to people that, um, I wanted to work with, you know, friends of mine, you know, um, and like, I don't know if you, um, well, like I, I did a song with, uh, with Scratch Bastard. You know, he's on I did a new uh journey into scratching with him. Oh you know and advising a dominant oh it's uh it's kind of serious man. <laughs> um uh it, it's it's kinda serious. Um did a song uh another dimension is just me uh, with a girl named Melly. Um she that came out good really 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 good that's probably one of everyone's faves on the album. Um yeah, I heard I it. Did,
0: I mean, I've heard I don't know how much I'm allowed to say, but I've heard uh right. quite yeah, a say, few songs. Say what you want. I've heard quite a few yeah, songs say, on both the you, double albums yeah. and I loved how, yeah. how different they were and how they were its own world of like just raw, dope hip hop and then your old sound coming into the 2021, 2020, 2022 mm-hmm. sound, you know, and where you are mm-hmm. today. And not forgetting about the bass and the the no, breakbeats beats and the scratching <laughs> and all that yeah. but then incorporating new and old things you know and i mean um your manager had sent me a list of some of the people that you collabed with and was you know i mean I, am i allowed to list off some yeah, of them yeah or, that's it. He yeah he also sent ahead. me a teaser of that t pain song um that you have you know about it that yeah. sounds really dope like <laughs> I was like, damn, dude. What this is crazy. Like when he comes yeah. in, like it, his it's all harmonizing. It's like old school T-Pain with new and with that old yep. Florida bounce kind of you know sound. And um yeah. but with the up tempo beat, it's super dope, you know. And then I yeah, saw uh you're gonna have Chuck D, MC Shy D, yep. Donald yeah, Glod, you know, House yep. Music Legend, uh Bad yeah. Boy Bill, yep. who's Someone that's else that's, Ghetto you know, Blaster. an innovator yeah. in scratching over house music and, and, you know, innovating things from back in the day. Ghetto Blasters yep. with him. Uh, Dirt Monkey. Yep. Dirt uh, Monkey, yeah. Crafty Cuts. Dirt. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Crafty's my boy. Crafty's my boy. <laughs> Crafty's so Crafty dope.
1: And I, yeah, we've been, you know, we've been friends for years and years and years. And uh, when I started working on the album, he was one of the people that I wanted to reach out to. Right. And I'm like... know because like i said i wanted to work with people that i know because it would make it easier for us to do a you know to do a collab together it's it's so much easier when you know the person you know yeah and um so when i went i was i call him martin but when i went to crafty um i said yo i said yo Mart, i said i'm working on a new album i said i want to do a song with you so he was like he said well we have to do two and so i was like okay even better and so he was like you do one, you know, for your project. And then he says that we're going to do another one for my project because he's working on his project at the same time. Nice. So I said, perfect. And so we wound up doing two songs. That's so, so dope. And then, I, and then, and um, so that was actually the first single uh, from the album is the one I did with Crafty. That was the first song. Oh, wow. And uh, it came out, it came out and it went number one on Beatport, like immediately.
0: Oh, crazy. You know,
1: so we were like, yeah. So we were like, oh, and it went and we weren't ready for the next single yet because the album wasn't done
2: oh okay and uh
1: so this was like this was last year that that happened wow and we're like oh man but we did not anticipate how quick that was going to happen right and so then i thought that he was going to follow right back up with his song but he's still holding on to his he's waiting so i played on the streams. he hadn't released his yet but i i still
0: play it got it and um and I didn't mean to cut you off when you were gonna say something about dirt monkey I actually don't know much about dirt oh. monkey uh dirt monkey's huge man uh
1: hes just he's an up and coming and uh just his style and just where what he's doing and what he's where he's taking EDM is just uh you Ulysses, like where is your head at? You know? <laughs> Amazing. Just, I gotta check him out. Just just inc- just incredible, man. Yeah. You know, so we we and uh you know we we become friends chatting, you know. Uh good guy really yeah. really 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 good guy so just stay tuned it, nice. it's everybody good. on this list you know.
0: seems like a good person honestly i mean reading yeah. down it they're yeah. all like amazing human beings beyond being yeah. legendary djs and producers yeah. like um, like
1: dj brace i did i did a song with dj brace and oh dj brace. brace is just yeah oh man brace is amazing dude. he created yeah, the um what's it called he did it on the song yeah, that little guitar wah thing. You, right. You know, it's like the that, tone yeah.
0: play scratching yep, yep. stand up bass type <laughs> thing. I don't even yep. know.
1: And then you and you listen to the song that we did together and it sounds like there's a just like a electric guitar being played through the whole song. Oh wow. And it's not. He he's doing the guitar on the tables. You yeah. know, with his little pedal and you know, so I'm doing the regular scratching. And so crazy. we're going back and forth back you know back and forth embrace we had been saying we needed to do something together years and years and years ago yeah and we just never could make it happen and so finally when i was working on this i said come on dude i said come but his name's mike too I'm like, come on mike we gotta knock this one out he's like right. okay let's do it you know that's and, uh, so we got that one done yeah that that song was bananas like that song was just straight crazy damn i got that check was on, it that out. was on yeah yeah that was on disc too uh, okay but yeah
0: all right, I'm gonna. Yeah, it's, it's, I gotta, I gotta awesome. peep that. And I saw you have Hi, I'm Ghost um, on the Hi, mic. Yes. DJ Fix, yep. DJ yep. Huda Hadia. Some of these people, I'm... Huda Hadiya, Huda Hadiya. Yeah, sorry. Huda, yeah, yeah, yeah. Huda is a uh, is a break DJ, huge in the
1: Brace world. Okay, dope. Yeah. And he did the uh, yeah, so he did the remix for uh, another dimension. Uh, and, uh, okay, it came out. Yeah, he, he, it came out. Uh, about three weeks ago now. Yeah, about three weeks, almost a month ago. Nice. Yeah, it came out so yeah doing doing quite well man just very very happy with the project and what we're doing and where it's going you know
0: yeah i love it and is there an actual release date speaking of, i have the shirt on too oh yes look at that another <laughs> dimension with the magic mic logo yeah. for the m yeah yeah Loving man it. that's dope yeah, yeah the man. song is dope you know it has that you sampled uh the beastie boys uh intergalactic like the the yeah. end of the song or or just that one part where yeah. it goes yeah and yeah. then it, you just flip it to like your own world I like crazy it. different yeah. tempo <laughs> and then she's singing on it You're, i mean it's it's really cool i love hearing
1: it it's a different song it's different but it's me you know yeah. it's it's my life and my world right hence why i called it another dimension because when you listen to the lyrics i'm really just telling you my ender you know you welcome to my mind you know yeah and uh so that was my thing you know so when people listen to it and they listen and they pay attention to the lyrics then it's it's welcome welcoming them into my inner mind and, yeah. and to see how i think you know i mean that's so how i felt video...
0: like when i was listening to the album um i really well first of all i yeah i felt like i was getting welcomed into your mind and i was like this guy's mind is crazy like in a good way yeah. <laughs> like damn how is he thinking of some of this stuff because some of the songs were so nuts like layered with different things you wouldn't expect but then they're still funky and dope and like it was just you know unexpected in a good way which was so nice to hear and so much music is very predictable nowadays and it's uh it was unpredictable you know just the fact that the two different discs were different and then all the songs on just the first disc alone i'm like damn this is crazy like Some of it was like hard, you know, and it was just like, wow, I'm really getting a picture (laughs) into his brain of what is going on. Yeah. And I love scratching and I've always loved it. So just to have that incorporated on everything is just... Because people
1: don't do it anymore, man. People don't do it anymore,
0: you know? Right. And it makes me sad because they don't do it anymore. Yeah. You
1: know, so it's like, I'm a DJ. I love scratching. I'm never going to have a project that I don't have scratching on. Right. It's just not going to happen for me. Right. You know?
0: I mean, that's what got me into so much music, like Gangstar, you know, every... I could... Lip sync, sing every DJ premiere chorus. You know what I mean. Even if it's just a scratch. Yeah. And I remember hearing for my first time DJ premier in deep concentration. You know, and I'm like, yeah. What is this? Like, this is life changing. You know, because I'm like, I've heard mixtapes, I've heard scratch sessions. And I'm like, and I and I had been into Gangstar for a while and then had to go back to even hear that, I think, because I heard it on something else. And I think it was also like the buckshot LaFunk era, like when Primo did that right. album yeah. with uh, Brantford album. Marsalis. And it was yep. like the jazz yep. thing. And I'm like, wow, I love jazz. I love scratching. I love hip hop. This is all coming together. And then I heard that deep concentration. So... Yeah, I mean, you're keeping that alive, you know, that and and it trying to, man, you know, trying to. I think you are. (laughs) (laughs) Um, That's amazing. Um, Well, I I asked uh, the Internet if they had any questions for you. And uh, we got a few in there if you're willing to uh, answer them. Um, Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Let's see what we got on here. Um, It's really DB who's actually on. uh, I don't know if you know him, DB. He's on um, Sway in the Morning. Yeah, he's on Shade. Yeah. So he's, Shade. Yeah. he's the man. Um, he just commented, many car speakers were destroyed listening to the song. <laughs> Feel the bass three. <laughs> Which is the truth. Oh, you know? wow. I mean, th- your songs probably were used at so many car shows and to test out so many of those Fill up your trunk, speaker systems, and you know rave systems. You know sound checks. I mean, I can't mm-hmm. imagine. And you probably cost people a lot of money because you blew the speakers, and then you have to go buy a whole new cabinet or something. Yeah, they, they
1: <laughs> got to go buy a new ones. Yeah. <laughs> Feel the bass Feel the base was the first song to do what what it did. Right. Because there were no car, there were no car audio songs before Feel the Bass. Crazy. So Feel the Bass started. It started a whole evolution of just this whole car audio thing, you know? So, wow. You know, which is a whole I community like and that, world in itself. It is. I mean, it is, it, it really is. is. Yep. Hence why I had to do a new field of base seven on the new album.
0: Oh God. Okay. We got to look out for yep. that. That's amazing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, all right, let's see. So shout to DB. Thanks for writing in. Shout um, out to DB. Yeah. Shout out to DB. What else we got on here? Um, DJ Koo um florida know you know Koo. uh i, know I think Koo. i know Koo. he just asked do you enjoy being florida man i think he's kidding but <laughs> yeah <laughs> being a Florida man. man but uh cool yeah. a man him. dope dope uh Koo florida is dj yeah uh, he, uh
1: he yeah paid, he paid me a huge he paid me a huge compliment i played with him um about a year ago maybe a little over a year ago he does our uh, mystic mondays over in in uh, tampa right and um <clears throat> i woke up the next day to one of the best compliments that anybody could have ever paid me
2: yeah
1: and um he he posted it on twitter and facebook he said magic mike is the best dj on the east coast period wow and i and i read that and i said what a compliment especially coming from him right because he he's critical he's critical on djs I you know, know? and uh know and for him and for, and for him to to pay me that kind of a compliment man it was uh it was uh touching you know yeah. it, it let me yeah it, it got me you know that's so i was huge. like wow what a huge what a huge compliment from him man so shout out to clue that,
0: that's, that's dope it was, it's so cool how you're able yeah. to really resonate with so many different generations of DJs and music lovers and music fans and all that. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's just amazing. Transcending all of it. Um, all right, let's see. la dee DJ la dee I think from uh, Texas or Austin, uh, definitely always contributing. Thank you. He said, I always wondered if there were any Florida cut sessions with Magic Mike, uh, MagaZulu, two ghetto-style DJs or DJ Eddie B. Can we get some 80s Florida Cut Sessions questions? <laughs> so
1: um no because we we were pretty much all living parallel lives at that point. Um, right. Mag- yeah, Magazulu was way before me before I got, you know, into the game uh heavily. Yeah. Um the only the only thing and it really wasn't a cut session. Me and Mr. Mix had a battle. Uh this was Oh God, it had to be nineteen eighty six, right when Two Live first came out. And uh Two Live had a show in Orlando. And okay. um so and in and the club that I was at, they were uh they I it was the biggest club in Orlando at that time. It was called Electric Avenue and then Luke brought Mr. Mix to the club to battle me and I didn't know they were coming. Oh wow. And uh, and, and then the thing is crazy. like yeah, it was it was crazy and he they didn't realize I started as a battle DJ. That was that was my thing. You know, <laughs> yeah. so I'm like, you're, you're not you're not going to come in my house and battle me. You know, it's just <laughs> not going to happen. And well, he did. And, you know, and then at that point when I and then the thing is, when I went to Miami and I started doing music because Mr. Mix was so big at that yeah. point, it I was determined to not sound like him at all. Right. I'm like, I cannot sound like him when I go down here. I have to have my own style, my own thing. Yeah, Hence why I came out and how I, you know, had my style and, and created my style when I went down there. Mm-hmm. Now, he and I, we good friends now. I mean, we're cool now. Right. You know, but we went we went years without, you know, it was just like he, him against me, you know. That's and, uh, he he hated me yeah it, it was it wasn't pretty you know back in back <laughs> good then. though maybe it's like cool. yeah. iron,
0: iron sharpening iron you know you're like both yeah yeah, each other up. yeah we were
1: fine that yeah we no, were fine though we're, yeah and we're great now we we good friends now I, I i I like Cobbs a lot man he's a good dude amazing
0: you know? that's cool to hear um all right, let's see what's next. I think we got one more question. We'll get to DJ Scene, another amazing DJ, and another. Huge oh, that's Twitch. my
1: dude.
0: Twitch killing it on Twitch. seen is my dude, man. Yeah, scenes. Wow. Uh, he wrote yeah. in and he asked, "What is one sample you always wanted to flip but you haven't used yet?"
1: Ooh, I think I flipped everything I wanted to flip. <laughs> you know when you've when you've done. I have twenty five albums now. I have, yep. you know, wow. I've I've kind of I've kind of flipped pretty much everything that I've wanted to flip, you right. know. Um, and and it's kind of funny because when it's time for me to record, or if I want to dig for samples, I don't go to record stores anymore. I just hit my own collection
2: because yeah.
1: I got so many. I got so many samples and songs that I haven't touched yet, you know. Right. And I just dig and I listen and and then see. Oh, haven't done that, you know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but I've kind of. I've kind of flipped everything that I think I wanted to flip. Excuse me. Scene and I was supposed to do a song together. And uh be we crazy. keep saying we're going to do it. Oh, we keep saying we're gonna do it. Haven't done it yet. But it's coming. It's coming. But yeah, seeing scene yeah, Brian's my dude, man. Yeah, that would be scene, dope. scene yeah, he is my dude for real. So
0: he does uh he does his own version of a backward scratch as well. He's so good at scratching, but if you watch him he Yep pushes the He's on the opposite record.
1: side of the record.
0: Yeah, like yeah. instead of like holding it and pulling it back, he'll be pushing it forward. Like I remember the first time I saw it, I was like, side. what am I looking at? Like, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> crazy. Yeah. He yeah. does that on the opposite side. I see him doing the last, dude, I can't do that. I, I don't even try. My hand doesn't even go to the side, or to the, that side of the record. I don't know what he does. Yeah,
0: it's crazy, but it sounds sounds incredible. He's, yeah, he's And it sounds beast. great. And it sounds yeah. great. Yeah. So good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, seen as a beast. Yep, that is my dude, man.
0: Amazing. Well, um, are there any other, um, you know, things you want to get into, like, for promoting stuff or anything people should know about that, uh, that we haven't talked about, you think?
1: No, just the new album. You know, what's getting ready to come. Once we uh, drop the, uh, you know, the single Ain't Nobody With T-Pain, the album should be following up right afterwards immediately. So we're, okay. we're probably uh, shooting for a uh, late February release on the album, probably early March. Okay. Uh, so when spring break, so when spring break comes, the album will be out. So, amazing! All right, you know we uh yeah. So so that is what we're shooting for. The the t pain song, uh, with all the remixes, should be out uh, by the end of February, and then nice. right after that, the album is coming. The album, another dimension is coming. So amazing,
0: and uh, yeah, so you got any kind of words of advice for people listening out there, or any last minute just kind of statement you want to get out there? For you know
1: people? M- my 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 thing is be yourself and keep practicing, man. You know, don't close yourself off. You know, that's, that's my thing. Don't, don't be afraid to learn, you know, just stay yourself, keep practicing, keep, keep striving. You know, that's, that's
0: my thing. That's huge. Yeah. And I think that goes back to Mm -hmm. the very beginning of the conversation, you know, just stay curious. I mean, and that's what will motivate you to do all that stuff.
1: Yes. Keep learning. Don't, don't just don't close yourself off, you know, right you know there's a world out there that you 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 want to be a part of you know yeah you know so just keep striving keep striving keep pushing but most of all please keep learning yes you know keep learning keep keep your mind open you know right right
0: that's the truth and uh oh man well i hopefully we'll see you uh i'm sure you're gonna hit 20k on twitch pretty soon so uh i'll be in there for i that hope party. man i hope <laughs> i hope i hope you better I hey, you th-
1: might have to come in town for that party
0: okay i'm down i'm down <laughs> You're in, you're in Orlando exactly. still, or you're in it? Yeah, A-
1: still in Orlando. Man. Okay. No, Orlando. Yeah. I'm not leaving.
0: All right. I'll make, well, I'll make okay. it out there. Eventually my, my gigs keep getting, you know, booked and canceled and up and down. So we'll see where I end up, yeah. but, uh, that would be great. I'd love to. Where so. are you? You're
1: in Texas, right? Where are you at? No, I'm in LA.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm LA. Okay. I'm in LA. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm in California. Goes. Okay yep okay. and uh yeah i'm traveling this month for gigs like i'm heading to boston on thursday and um then going to da- going to texas going to dallas fort worth on monday then i'll be out in i don't know park city utah and vegas so doing some club gigs but all my corporate gigs have been sort of postponed or canceled yeah. at the moment yep still going through yep. this covid
1: well tr- trust me i'm in corporate america here so yeah, you know, International Drive uh, is huge for us as far as uh, right. you know conventions and and all of that, and they're, they're null and void right now.
0: Ugh, you know, then crazy. one
1: something will, something will come, and then all of a sudden it gets canceled. Yeah, you know, so
0: that's what happened to me. Um, I'm
1: with you. Yeah, yep. I was yeah. supposed to be in
0: Keystone, Colorado, right now, DJing this corporate gig, and it's pushed off. Thank God, it's pushed off, but pushed off till April. Hopefully, stuff will be mm-hmm. good by then, and uh, then you know you'd be able. We'll be able to pick and choose if we want to go do things live, do it on Twitch, you know, whatever works.
1: Yep. Well, I'm keeping my Twitch. I'm not letting that one go. So no, I'm I'm gonna stay there. Yeah, I just refuse. I can't let that go now.
0: I don't think there's a point it's to letting not. it go. You know, it's especially if you have no. such an active community. And like you said, it's grassroots, it's built from the ground up. You can tell that your community yep. is real. I do see people that get on and try to use the favors and get the like, oh, how is there 1.2 thousand people watching them? But then not one person has commented Nobody's in a really chatting. long time. And yeah, there's no right. subs. And there's, uh, they have like. Full, a thousand followers i'm like what's going on here and is there even a point to doing that are they just talking into a void you know and then you see other people that's just dumb and you can tell it's a real community you know just from your donations last night people are just (laughs) 6,500 bits 10 subs oh here we go here we go you know what i mean it's like they become your family and friends like it's crazy yeah yeah they
1: look out for you man you know yeah bam takes care of you right you know and that's it's so it's so important
0: man yeah
1: build build and grow you know? yeah
0: and it's brought djs together i feel like in this cool way uh, at least time. certain ones Big right time. it's yeah yeah it kind of show the power the, that we have if we the, harness, one, the ones right harness
1: it. the ones that want to be with other djs then they're fine but then there's some that just rather stay to themselves yeah. you know you know that's that's not fun
0: yeah <laughs> no
1: There's enough room for everybody. You know
0: what I mean? It's like, I want, there is, we need to keep teaching each other about techniques, about each other, about things and keep inspiring and motivating and just be together and just show that the power of DJs together will bring so much more to our industry. And like, you know rising tide lifts all boats or whatever that that saying is you know like the more that we bring things up we will all go with it you know and then the hater people will end up drowning because they're trying to be all alone but it's trying to
1: be alone we have
0: to all be there for each other and and help out and that's what what twitch has taught us in the pandemic and and just you know got to have that that positive attitude
1: yeah man stay positive (laughs) keep (laughs) growing keep learning amazing it's just important man well yo yeah. thank
0: you so much for coming on the show and blessing us with all the and stories thank you for having me yes
1: thank was... you for having me man I'm, I'm glad we could get it done
0: me too me too all right i will see you i'll see you all on right, twitch thanks. and i'll see you in person yeah. uh, when i come to orlando yep. <laughs>
1: yes we'll we'll talk soon man i appreciate you all
0: right mike thanks so much all right peace all right, all right. appreciate you scott peace man all right thank you to magic mike for coming on the show that was incredible i learned so much it was so great to connect with him and i'm excited to hear what is to come check out his twitch streams listen to the album and just connect with him in the future thank you guys for listening the beat sorcerers make sure you keep in touch with me at dj spider on instagram dj spider let me know what you think of the show who you want on all that stuff i appreciate you guys listening week after week i can't tell you how much uh, it means to me we're building this show together. The 20 Podcast is produced by BeatSource. Join us next week for more interviews as we discuss music that matters to DJs. We're available on all platforms, so tune in, watch, listen, do what you got to do. I'm DJ Spider signing off. Peace. And that was The 20 with DJ
2: Spider.